Net Gang, what's good? So nice we had to do it twice in purple. <laughs> we are your plug to the WNBA world, and thank you for allowing us to be that here on the Dub Connect. Before we get into the greetings and salutations, Jackie, tell our people, the Connect Gang, how you are doing and where they can follow you on social media. Oh, he got it, y'all. He always forgets to do that at the top of the show. So I'm doing great because that's round of applause for the memory, y'all. And you can follow me on all things social media at Jackie Ray TV. And you can follow Antonio Williams because he thinks I forgot at a.williamsports. You have to sneak that in. And you probably were thinking that because you were looking at my face. That's the only reason why <laughs> yep. you were thinking that. So yep. you were about to forget. So you don't get any credit for that. No I'm taking all the you. credit. I'm taking no all the credit. credit for you. None whatsoever. <laughs> give so, my credit, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so Connect Game, we had to do this twice because we gave you that preview of the WNBA semifinals. And this is going to be epic. So epic. Can't wait for uh, to watch those games. You all better go back and listen to that show as well. Uh, the other thing that we're going to do here is we're going to talk about the teams that have been eliminated and talk about as they look to go from one level to the next, because we do all sorts of talking about the teams that are in the lottery and projecting their future. We do that. But what about the teams that made the playoffs? They don't want to continue to be at the middle of the pack. They want to go ahead and matriculate to that next level where the aces, where, where the storm, where the sky, where the sun are. So we're going to talk about those teams that have been eliminated, what we think they can add, what their future looks like, and, and also give you a little, some anecdotes and some funnies in between because that's what we do on the Dove Connect. So, of course, because I'm a gentleman, ladies first. Tell me which team you want to talk about, Jackie. Okay, so I'm going to start with, I don't want to say the easy one, but it's easy for me in my mind, and that is going to be the New York Liberty. Um, this one is easy for me because it just seems like they're they're right there. Um, I'm just going to say, for me personally, y'all don't judge me because this is not coming from a hater type vibe. I know it might sound like that, but I think for me, the the blessing and the curse for New York is Sabrina Unescu. For me, like, I think she is the blessing and the curse. There's just some things in her game, and I'm not taking anything away from her game. I think she's dope as a player. But what I've seen from her is there's this inability to equalize her game, if you will. So she either is trying to facilitate or, or get all of her players, her teammates involved, or she's got her foot on the gas. And I think that that, that is a problem. And, and we've heard even commentators say that we've said, we've heard commentators say, Oh, if, if, if New York wants to win, Sabrina has to take control. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to agree with that on a team that has Natasha Howard. So Sabrina is only averaging like 17.4 points a game. Natasha's averaging 15. It's not far enough of a gap for me to say that the only way that they can win is Sabrina to score. But I don't want to dismiss Benaja Laney either. Cause she's Benaja like, Benaja Laney is that deal. Yeah. She's, she's that. And so this is a team that doesn't need Sabrina to take over in order to be effective and in order to win. What they need her to do is to find her sweet spot. And they need her to be able to not only be who she is, get these steals, be quick, uh, you know, off the ball, 
all of that while also understanding how dope her teammates is. To, to her point, like she was on Twitter and she was saying one of the things that she was looking forward to is going into the off season and being healthy, which is something, you know, this is not the norm for her. So she's going into this off season healthy. So she's going to have an opportunity to be healthy and perfect her game in this downtime. And I, by her own admission, that's something that she hasn't had the opportunity to do. And she's looking forward to that. So I don't, I don't think that I would necessarily move things around on that team. I would just perfect the understanding that Sabrina, we need you to, you're either here or here. We need you here in the middle. You know what I mean? So that, that's what I think I would perfect for the New York Liberty. I would be interested to do a case study on when you start looking at improvement of players. What's the rate of improvement for a player that doesn't have to go overseas mm-hmm. and they can spend the off season perfecting their craft, whether that's getting better, if there's a particular skill or skills that they need to improve or they need to get healthy or they need to get stronger, whatever it right. is versus having to go somewhere and play and not really being able to focus on that improvement piece. Mm-hmm. Right. And this relates to when players have to chase that cheddar to go overseas and play. And when do you get an off season and how does that manifest itself versus injuries and forget the injuries. Everybody talks about the injuries. What about the player development? Right. Because this is one of the things that we face in youth basketball right now, Jay, right? One of the things that we face is when do players get better if they play all year round? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. When, when do you, do you get ha- to just study the game and become a student of the game? When, when does that happen? Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. So women's basketball in the WNBA is faced with that. When do you get better? Especially if you are saying you're one of those players that it's only 144 jobs and you chasing one of those and you got to play year round, you're barely sticking in the W. Right. And then you got to supplement. You have been on a minimum contract in the W. You got to supplement that when going overseas. When can I improve so I can get to that next level? I think that's one of the things that stood out to me, because as I was kind of looking into these teams and stuff, obviously, I went to sports track and sports track. Please be right, because what y'all told me about the Sparks is not what the Sparks told me about them. Right. Their team. Right. So right. please be right on this. Exactly. Sports but, track, y'all got, spot track. Y'all got to get that right. Spot track, yeah. Get, get it together. But yeah. um, I think one of the things that that was disheartening to me to see, because when you start looking at when do contracts expire, who's going to be a free agent, you know, the New York Liberty, don't they don't have that problem right now. Everybody, I think the soonest their contract is going to expire is next season. Right. Um, but at the same time, it also has the, the, uh, what they're getting paid they're the, the total of their contract, as well as what they're getting paid yearly. And when you start seeing numbers like 42,000, um, 50,000, 70, and that, and that goes all the way up until you get to maybe the top two or three, maybe you get a hundred thousand in there, but you know, it's like, when you look at those, that, that salary of these, rookies or these second or third year players there's no place in this country and damn sure not new york where you can survive on forty two thousand dollars a year right maybe some maybe backwoods idaho where there's weird stuff going on anyway (laughs) but (laughs) but outside of that there's no place you can survive on that and so it really made me think of the mental trip that that must be because you're expected to number one be some sort of media personality. We're going to take your picture. We're going to display you in front of all these people. So that means you have to have a look, Uh, having a look, 
costs money. You right. also have to perform at your highest level all the time. While not only are we going to pay you peanuts, we're, we're going to give you terrible travel co- accommodations where you don't get any sleep. And we still expect you to go out on the floor and perform for $42,000 a year. You don't even have enough money to have a hobby outside of basketball right, at right. that salary. Right. So where do you take the mental break? Where do you, where do you, just have that downtime and detox from the game. You mm-hmm. can't afford it. You can't afford it, right. And it's great for her to be able to have that option to be able to really get in the lab and develop while some people got to go and play. Yeah. And and so to your point, I'm very interested to see what this team does um, because last year they had meetings with Jewel Loy and Brianna Stewart. They did, yeah. Last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very, very much interested to see what they do. Um, so I agree with you. I think having that balance and being able to really, but Najee Laney being hurt really helped hurt them this year. It did. It, it did. hurt. It hurt them because you lose an all star. Yeah, she said yep, that. Go ahead. She said that she feels like even with the losing and her being hurt, that the the thing she's most proud of, and I would have to agree, is there were definitely this season was just riddled with moments in time that you can see the future for this team. So right. I love how she, right. how, how she put that and how she's confident. Sometimes you just got to take a step back and take the season as it is, and then, you know, move forward. Yep. So I think she's right about that. I think there's the sky's the limit for this team, I think. And I don't think that what I'm saying about Sabrina is something that she probably doesn't already know for herself. Um, and she's right. probably going to work on because, and I, I just believe that about her. She, she knows her game yeah. and she knows who she is and she wants to get better. Yeah, and I'm interested to see with this team as well. Um, you know, the reigning rookie of the year, Michaela Anyawede, didn't play. I know much this year. Why? How, how do you explain that? Dee Dee Richards, who was also on the All Rookie Team performer, who you know I was very excited to see as a wing that can defend multiple positions and also initiate the offense as a big wing, kind of a big guard type, long. Um, she didn't play that much is this year as well. And shout out to them both because at least on the outside looking in, they were cheering for their teammates. They didn't pout. They're great teammates. Mm-hmm. That's what it seemed like to me on the outside looking in. So if I'm a team that has some uh, cap room and I need multiple wings that can defend, those are two players that I'm looking at. Yeah. Young players that can help me right now, but I can also develop in the future. And maybe I can get them at a lower cost because they didn't play this year very much. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have some questions that they need to answer. Are they going to let those players go because they're going to maybe chase, try and chase Brianna Stewart again? Right. Right. Um, you know, so it, it's going to be very, very interesting to watch them. Um, the team that I want to talk about. The Phoenix Mercury. Ooh, everybody wants to talk about them, right? <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk about them. Mm-hmm. We have to definitely break it down and talk about the Phoenix Mercury after uh, having a first-round exit in the playoffs here. There was a lot going on. They sort of backed into the playoffs, got that spot, and then um, the Aces took care of business very quickly, winning in two, of course, as we expected them to, especially when Diana Taurasi is out because of injury. Mm-hmm. Um, then Skylar Diggins Smith says, I ain't playing, right? Because she has personal issues going on. And then of course we have everything that's going on with Brittany Griner as well. So those are three major cards. And then Tina Charles said, I want out. I can't be married to y'all anymore. I need a divorce, right? Mm-hmm. So those are four major cards that were missing 
and now you get into the playoffs only to get beat in, in, in two games. So this is a team that I'm very, very interested to see what happens because, you know, Donna Taurasi says, you know, like we watching that video when we watched the beginning of the season, I got to get myself ready for the fight every year. And mm -hmm. she says, I'm ready for it. Mm -hmm. Will she get ready for the fight again this year, right? If they're able to get Brittany Griner back, and we hope Brittany comes home, what, are, what version are we going to get? Is Brittany even going to play, right? And I'm not putting the cart before the horse and saying that's important. I'm just talking from a roster construction standpoint because having sit, sat in that seat, you have to think about these things. Jim Pittman, the GM, came out and said, Skylar Diggins-Smith is under contract for next year. We expect her to be with us. That's what he's supposed to say. But what do we think about that, right? Mm -hmm. And then we, I, I referenced this in the previous episode, Connect Gang. You better tap in and listen to that one and watch it. Sophie Cunningham is a restricted free agent, meaning teams can offer her a contract and, and the Mercury have the opportunity to match it or they can let her walk. They're going to have to make a decision there as well. So this is a team that has major, major, major questions. You're sitting in that seat, Jackie. What do you do if you're the GM? Oh, bye, Sophie. That's first. See you later. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you. You can go. Um, <laughs> that's number one. Number two, as it relates to, so, and I know this is bad because I think that when you're, when you're looking at that team, um, I do think Skylar Dig Diggins-Smith is a problem. Um, not, not her talent. Her talent is she, undeniable. Oh, she's a problem as a talent. Yeah, no yeah. Question. But she's, a, she's she the is. kind of problem you want, right? Like, she, <laughs> right. so, but her person, I think as a person, her, her, she's a problem. I do think that problem is a little easier to manage when you have a head coach with some cojones and some common sense. And some experience. And some experience. They do not have that. So, with with everything that you said, while I agree with that, your first move needs to be getting out of this contract with Vanessa Nye guard. <laughs> she gotta go. She's not the she because you know she she exasperates problems, right. you know, in my opinion. She makes matters worse. I think you can count on Diana Tarazi. I've had a theory about this the whole time. I've always said that Diana Taurasi was going to retire next year because she won her own tour by herself. She don't want to share that with Sue Bird. So right, I think right, you can right. count on her probably announcing at the beginning of next season that this is her last season, but I yep. think she will be coming back. Skyler, yes, she is under contract, but I don't, but so she's not coming back <laughs> and I don't, I don't blame her. I, I would not want to play for Vanessa Nygaard and I think Skylar has got the look. She's got the presence that she can make a ton of money off the court. If it means sitting out a year, if that's what she needs to do, I would bet my last dollar that she does that. I do not see her coming back to Phoenix and I would encourage her not to if Vanessa Nygaard is there. So I think you start with Vanessa Nygaard and then figure everything else out. I think Vanessa got to go. It's going to be very interesting because to your point, if they decide that Vanessa Nygaard is the coach, they got to move Skylar Diggins. They have to. Smith. It's not going to work. They have to move her. And mm. the problem that they're going to face is she played at a first team all WNBA level this year, even though she was not first team. She played at that level. But see the Kevin Durant situation, see whoever it is. It is very rare that 
teams move superstars for and get a superstar in return because the whole league knows that you got to move them. Mm-hmm. So we just, just we wait. watching. We just sitting back. We're doing the Kevin around. Somebody come look at this. Somebody come yeah, that, look at this. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Right. So mm-hmm. we just sit and we just wait and they're just going to lowball you. And that's just, and the only way that you may be able to get that offer up somewhat is if you have multiple suitors and you're running offers back and forth mm-hmm. and you're playing them against each other. But if you think that you're going to get an all-star caliber player in return for Skylar Diggins, good luck with that. They're going to have to really, really make a decision there because if, if you move off of there in an interesting spot, because if you move off of Skylar Diggins-Smith and you don't get an all-star in return, Diana Taurasi maybe is she has way more basketball behind her than she has in front of her. So you can't sign up for a rebuilding project. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have a very, 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 very interesting decision to make with that situation. And again, we're not even talking about what they do with Brittany once she returns. Will she be in the state where she's able to play basketball? You give her all the grace that she needs. Absolutely. Right. You give her all the grace that she needs. This is also a team that with uh they have all the ingredients because they have one of those players on the wing that can do everything and diamond mm-hmm. the shields. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting on her to take a big jump. Yes. Yes. That's what I need to see. Yep. I need to see her matriculate into that conversation of being one of the top five to 10 players in the league because she has that type of talent. And mm-hmm. granted, let's give her some grace because she overcame a lot. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be dismissive of that, of the things and connect game. You want to know what she overcame? Go check it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't want to be dismissive of that at all. But she has the talent to make that jump to be in that conversation, the best five to eight players in the league. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. for me, and we said this before, when we were previewing that matchup between the Mercury and the Aces, we said she has to have an amazing series for the Mercury to even have a chance. Yes. Right. Yep. So I'm really waiting on her to take that step. She's going to have to take that step. Mm-hmm. So this, this is going to be a very interesting offseason for the Mercury. They probably, you know, it may have fast-tracked their rebuild and they may have been able to rebuild on the fly had they won the lottery and got a Leah Boston. Right. But they made the playoffs. Yep. <laughs> yep. So. Um, and everybody this, thought they were going to try to tank too. They for did. that reason. Um, I, <laughs> You was one of them, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, mm-hmm. indeedy. Yes, indeedy. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if they did, I don't know if I would have been able to blame them for that. Right. But what they need to do is either empower Vanessa Nygaard and say, you are our coach and this is what we're going to do. Or if you're going to go with those veterans and make sure that you have this situation where it's conducive enough for a Skylar Diggins Smith, you need to move on from Vanessa Nygaard. So I'm going to add another question. I'm going to do my dial tone continuation. Let's do it. So what team do you think should aggressively go after Skylar Diggins-Smith? Interesting. Interesting. Um, I'll say this. As a team that's on the cusp and they have a good sort of core, but they can use that energy that Skylar plays with, the New York Liberty. Really? I think having Skyler, because Skyler is versatile enough to play on the ball and off the ball, off mm-hmm, the ball. Mm-hmm. And so is Sabrina. Right. 
right? And I think bringing both of those two together and, and having her with Benaja Laney, who can also bring the ball up, and having Natasha Howard as their post presence, I think that makes New York potent. And I how does her personality it. mesh with Sabrina, Benaja Laney? Like, how does her personality mesh with those two? And Natasha Howard even, like, how, I, does it, how does it mesh? I think that's one of the things that you work out. And, mm -hmm. and um, if you make that move, anybody that makes a move to acquire Skylar Diggins-Smith, that's something that you're going to have to figure out. Okay. Style tone. Yes. Do -do. Yes. So right. connect gang, connect gang. We just gave you some hashtag RTO real talk only on two teams that were eliminated from the playoffs. Right. When we come back next week in different shirts, I'll be in the dreaded cowboy shirt. Why will you be in the cowboy shirt? Because I lost a bet. Because you went against Noel Quinn. I didn't go. Stop saying that. I didn't go against you her. Did. I just, you, I just wanted whatever. Either you with me or against me. And you went against us. Shout and out I, Noel Quinn. And I will pay the price. You're still beautiful. You're yes. my girl, Noel. <laughs> so connect game y'all be good y'all be safe thank you for allowing us to be your plug to the WNBA world here on the dub connect i got one more thing to say as the WNBA season starts to wind down jackie and i got some plans that we're going to keep giving you content this does not die this continues to multiply we're going to talk about women's basketball on the college level because there are a lot of things going on but we're also going to talk about HBCU sports. Woo, woo, I can't wait. Right? That's what we're going to do while we're in hiatus for the Dub Connect. So we're in hiatus, but we really ain't taking a break. Yeah. So y'all better continue to walk with us in, on this journey. Continue to be part of that Dub Connect family as we give you that hashtag RTO. Real talk only. We will drop technology on HBCU and women's basketball tracks. But until then, we'll see you next week with what the wings and the mystics have to do to move forward. Appreciate you.